Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. We're happy that you come to join us. Uh, we were just in the middle of the discussion, weren't we, Andrew? Yes, we were. We were what right. Were we, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about um, what, what it's like, how the modern workforce is changing. Mm, the modern mm. workforce place. is changing. Place. Place. Uh, place, is it? Place and force, the, yeah. Both. What? Well, actually, funny, funny you mention that. I yes. think both are actually okay. going through fundamental shifts in uh, paradigm shifts. That is all we've got time for. So thank no, you very please, much. Thank you for having me. No, but the workplace is actually changing. <clears throat> You're not wrong. Because before... I feel you could get away with having a drab old office. I think the UK office actually did a lot for mm. changing the way we looked at offices. It paints in such a bleak light. Like yep. no offices, I don't think offices are like that anymore. Well, now they just put beanbags in them. Yeah. <laughs> for, for their workers' mental health. Yeah. There's well, a lot more of that shit, you know what I mean? It is tough to be sad on a beanbag. Do you, do you not think you can be sad on a beanbag? You, you can, obviously. You can, but it's tough. Yeah. But sometimes you want to be sad, so you don't want to be laying out beanbags when someone's grieving. No. Because they want to... No, I'd argue that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I was actually... I was on B-Tech Philosophers, um, a podcast you guys should listen to as well. And uh, the discussion got to the, the idea of someone who would only fight on a beanbag, on a bouncy castle. Someone who would only fight on a bouncy castle. Yeah, which means you have no risk of hurting the other person. I don't know, you can still get punched in the face. Yes, you can, but they don't. They're kicked no in the nuts. No, okay. Broken arms. All right, I wish I hadn't, hadn't said that. A lot of the actual fighting, a lot of the damage from fighting comes from, from like the, direct bodily hits rather from, than being ricocheted off nearby benches. Yeah, sort of. I'm thinking this more. It's a fucking dumb conversation. No, I think. Uh, there's no risk about fighting on a bouncy castle. It's nonsense. No, 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 there's less. Sorry, I, I, I misspoke. Sure. Uh, uh, I like to apologize. Um,. But yes, no, it's about hitting your head on the curb of a pavement. Yeah, but you know. You lose that risk. Yeah. It's one risk. And it's <laughs> a small, yeah. You risk, you lose the risk of hitting something else. Well, part of me, um, part of me thought the reason why it'd be good that most, I don't know, jewels or pub brawls uh, have to be set out in a bouncy castle mm. means that you do have to inflate the bouncy castle. Right. So you cannot fight until it's inflated. Well, there might be so you have a 20 minute cooling period. off period. Yeah. I'm minutes. not sure how many fights would actually take place. Yeah. Cause they'll be waiting. If you're waiting for the bouncy castle to fill up with air. Yeah. Then it's, then it's, you're pr well, and then your problems don't really seem important yeah. anymore. Exactly. It's like that old Jim Jeffries bit about how if uh, the muskets, muskets yeah. you can't, quick draw because by the yeah. time you've done it you, 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 you've cooled down if only technology wouldn't keep advancing um, so how have you been how, how's, how's your week been it's been a momentous occasion has it yes um, one year ago yep. on this podcast disaster struck mm. um, we in the attempt to find out whether autocorrect changes the word cunt to anything yep. um, which it, it doesn't um, we, me, I ended up um, sending the word cunt to a police officer. Yeah. Um, female. Female. She was female. She was female. Still Which is. Which makes it worse. It does. It's just trying to protect our streets. Yeah. Um, and that then landed me in a year-long disciplinary. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. In some ways. Eh. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. Well, I mean, because if they knew the actual context, maybe not. But yeah. that part of the reason, it was amazing you didn't get fired, actually. Well, because they it believed cause you, it was accidental. Yes. Well, then if they believed it was accidental, you probably shouldn't have got the disciplinary. Well, exactly. Yeah. They could have given me six months. It was either, you should, you should have either been fired or nothing. Yeah. If you believe it's accidental, then come on. Yeah. Give me six months. Is it not gross? Is it gross negligence or gross incompetence? It would be gross negligence. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't incompetent. It was negligent. It was negligent. I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think of all the processes that they the, they stick to 
yeah. um, when sending that message. Yeah. So I was negligent in my work. Yeah, yeah, also, they told me. It was gross negligence. It was gross. <laughs> Just a bit disgusting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so a year that was a year ago. So we're officially off the disciplinary, everyone. Whoa. Which means nothing much. It means that you have the potential to get a pay rise. Yeah, yeah. Bring on that money. So it's not even a pay rise, is it? No, it just means that you could now. I can. I'm now eligible for now a pay rise. Theoretically, now you theoretically, can get a <laughs> I can get one. So you have a lot of people at work who have been paid more than you who have far less experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. How is um, your relationship with work now? Uh, the as same. Po- same as always? Yeah. Relentlessly? Yeah, relentlessly shoveling, boring. Shoveling meat into a grave? I'm not sure into a grave. Okay. That seems a bit too much of a gross metaphor. Fine. What would you do? How would you metaphor? Shoveling metaphor? coal into a furnace that doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work? Yeah. Okay. So enough. it's like you're, you're, you're fueling a fire that doesn't exist. Yeah. So it, it feels like the, you don't need to shovel the coal in mm. because nothing's coming as a result of it, yet every day you shovel the coal in. Now, you, you, you've, you've mentioned the disciplinary and you've tried to be talking about it on the pod for the last episode, certainly, but you brought it up quite a lot of times. What do you, what do you want from us? Um, I would... <laughs> <laughs> um, well wishes. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe a moment of silence mm-hmm. every now and again. Yeah. Um, and I well I think we should just take a lot of we can we can learn lessons from how the queen died um, and the response to that to your to my end of disciplinary what do you mean the, the, the 10 days of mourning <laughs> yeah would you be lying and stay <laughs> I, I could lie and stay and you could queue up to look at me <laughs> just a free man who is eligible for a pay rise <laughs> Because <laughs> he's lying in state, twenty-four hour queues, snaking yeah. around London, just so that. And I'm like, well, I'm alive. <laughs> you're, li- you're just lying. In I'm there. just lying there. I'm not even asleep. I'm, I'm awake, but just lying in there. It's hell. It's not good for me. It's not how I want to spend my time. Um, but no, I'm just Philip thought, Schofield pushing in front of the queue. What, what, what is all that? What is going? Why on? is everyone getting so pissed Why off? Why is this country so fucking? It's just one after another, and it's always the. It is just yo-yoing from the fucking obscene to the ridiculous. Because you've got Putin up in the ante with nuclear war. And then it's still dominating with literally some of the most petty shit ever. Yeah. I really don't care. That, you know, they didn't even... respect David Beckham for queuing and eating donuts and eating crisps. He did chuff him down. <laughs> What's David Beckham's go- go-to donut? Uh, Jelly. <laughs> It's jelly. Don't. I was like, I really don't know how to answer this, but you got it. It's jelly. Don't, don't really know why. He's a bit I'll of a jelly. He's a bit of a jelly brain. No, I, I, I'll tell you why it's jelly because as much as he dresses up and it seems very metropolitan, metrosexual. That would be uh, the that would be the dough. The f- the food. I think he I think he likes to be taken back home to when he grew up. And right. He grew up in quite a poor part of London. Uh, so I, I reckon he loves home comforts and he just tries to remember his childhood. So he's a very sentimental to, yeah, man. Right. So is, I don't think he's getting all those fancy fucking pretentious donuts. I su- like such, jelly. Such as? Um, such as uh, salted caramel whirl. Right. Yep. Those are a popular one. Oh my God. I touched it. I let it go because I touched it. Just, I slapped. Yeah, it's just a fly. It's, it's not a, a fly. It's that, a of bee. course, that's a fly. That's not a bee, freak. It's the f- fattest fly I've ever seen. Yeah, Look it's at a it. Fly. It's a fat fly. It's not a bee. That it's, it's just a, it's just a fly. Yeah, it's fat as hell. 
It was the fattest flat fly I've ever seen. For those of you on Spotify, there's a fly in the room. Yes, sorry. Uh, there's a, sorry, yeah. I need to do it like Hugh Edwards. And as you can uh, see now, there's a, a, a rather large fly <laughs> that is flying around the room. Uh, we are not going to speak over the funeral because we decided uh, the fly. amongst us that um, it was understandably quite disrespectful to the Queen. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to come. Um, <laughs> I think he, he, he often whispered that how he was going to come during the funeral. Yeah, and they just knew exactly when it was coming so they could mute him. <laughs> Look at that face, it's coming. Mute. There. Um, he's doing that a lap. Man, that man, just leave the fly alone. Okay. That sorry. man deserved so many days of holiday. Yeah. He did, yeah, he did fine. Yeah. Would how, you, would how would you rate him out of 10? I went back and watched the uh, announcement of the Queen. Yeah. I don't know what I wanted. Yeah. And maybe there was too much pressure on it because I, I knew he'd been rehearsing it. Yeah. And you kind of missed the event, so you did, didn't have it live. didn't blow me away. Right. The news should speak the most volume in that context. I just feel like this is obviously, he's viewed this as the biggest moment of his career is announcing the Queen is dead. And I was sort of ready for a bit of like, you know, he's a great newsreader. I think he certainly does election nights really well. When I look back at the footage of him, I was like, yeah, I guess so. But it, it doesn't feel like... It's not extra special, Hugh. Yeah. What is extra special, Hugh? I don't know. I wanted to see it. That's why is I watched the video back. A bit more pizzazz. Just... You've been rehearsing well, in that's, the... Well, it's an interesting thing to rehearse because I'm, I'm not taken away from... Oh, the, Queen is dead. Yeah, well, there you go. That could have happened. I mean, I'm not taken away from the pressure of what it was, but fundamentally, it's just speak slowly. Yeah. And clearly. And clearly. What did is, you think of it? You thought he did well? Yeah, fine. But we all want him to do well. Yeah, but... That doesn't take away from the fact that he did do well. Sure. David Beckham not skipping the queue. Fair play to him. But that doesn't mean that other VIPs shouldn't... They didn't skip the queue. They were filming. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I do feel if you're a celeb, maybe you should be allowed to skip, skip, skip the queue. Well, I no, no, I don't think they should. Why should they? Because they're, they're, if they're celebs, do you, should they be in the queue with everyone else? It depends Scum. what kind of celeb. Yeah. Because it's not quite the same with them waiting the whole time with fucking people hurling abuse at them <laughs> hurling abuse throwing grubby don't, fingers donuts you the, know they got like sticky fingers or the general public mm. yeah. Hello, minor, sti- minor sticky right yeah, now exactly they always are I don't know I don't really mind it's like it's quite clear, clear we know why they'd skip the queue it's not like a, everyone's yeah. so shocked at the, but they, they the just, obvious they thing were with, filming something what were they filming there's something well I presume for this morning well wait, let's see it do you know if, um, uh, Holly's thinking of quitting good morning Britain because of the this stress this morning this morning. No, she just said it. Because of the stress. You have to get up early. Because she's... Um, no, not a lot of this job. She's in floods of tears because of the abuse that's been held to her. Because of the queue skip. Yeah. Teach her to skip the queue. I, I think also I have a lot more... a lot more sympathy for these celebrities after our food waste scandal because we know right. we, we know firsthand how nasty the british public can be yeah and we you, also know how scary they are as a mob mentality you know it is it yeah. is it's, it's a very frightening thought um and i can understand that they want to be protected at all times mm. um last week we didn't manage to talk about it but i had a i had an industry meeting that had been planned after edinburgh and we've been in a couple of industry meetings uh we've we've been schmoozing with some suits we've been schmoozing with some suits um and I don't know, I, I feel a bit naive, but we keep, and this happened again, I think we keep thinking, we, we're often meeting in quite nice places. Yeah. And I, there's a thought in your head, because you see it in the movies, yeah. that you're going to get... 
Wined and dined. You're going to get wined and dined. All right. And that's sort of where the excitement comes from. Yeah. If this leads nowhere, at least, at least we got, got a, a nice... We got a nice meal a, out of a, it. A nice lamb Feel shop a, and a Coke de Rome. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I couldn't say I it couldn't agree myself. more, yes. Yes. Uh, so once again, I saw this and I, I perused the menu and I got a bit excited. Perused, did you? Yeah, I perused it. And it was at a time which was a bit early. It was 11.30, so it was like... A.M. Yeah. It's a tough one. I don't one. think you're ever going to be wined and dined at 11.30 a.m. I set the time as well at well, 11. You, why would you do that? Because I wanted to start the day early because we had a podcast record that day. That's true. So she moved it to 11.30 and I was like, all right, she's get, she's gunning for lunch. That's yeah. what she's gunning this is, for This lunch. is a lunch woman. Right? Um, and then, yeah, we, we had, the, there's like the place you sit to be seated outside the restaurant. Right. And we had the meeting there, uh, watched other people eat. Yeah. And then I once again had the thing, what would you like to drink? Right. And I see at this point, I'm like, I know this is probably going, yeah. which is I don't end up with my belly, my belly full. Right. Um, and then I panicked and I got a Diet Coke. Right. Uh, they didn't have Coke Zero. Right. She had a pot of herbal tea. Oh dear. Which, yeah. you know, I think is a much classier thing. I think ordering drinks says a lot. It wasn't a, a alcoholic vi- alcohol vibes. So you couldn't show off that It was in the AM. It wasn't the AM. And when, you, when you're not doing alcohol and you've had your morning coffee. Yeah. I actually had two. Yeah, which was a lot for me. And I was jet lagged. So I couldn't really, I couldn't go intense caffeine. It does put you in a weird situation when yeah. you just come in and you're like, God, you don't know what to order. So, you, And I remember when we went on a meeting and you panicked. You got yourself a cappuccino. A cappuccino. You got um, a cappuccino, right? I don't, I contest the fact that I panicked. Well, I, I I saw the look in your eyes. You were nervous, and they asked what to get. I got a very classy. I think I literally got a fizzy soda lime. Right, is that so fizzy water with fresh lime? What's I I would get a cappuccino often in that situation. What lots of milk? <laughs> yeah, I'm a milky boy. <laughs> Hot frothy milk. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's my like, go-to coffee order. Is it? Yeah. You know, I didn't know you was that into milk. Well, that's what my girlfriend drinks. <laughs> <laughs> she is a milky broad. Um, yeah. What would you? What's your go-to coffee? White americano. <laughs> Bite your lip at me. Um, I guess it is frothy. I, to be honest, I ordered it for when, when I first had a coffee out. I ordered that, and it's just got of stuck. No, it was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad order. Uh, I mean, what's the most embarrassing one? How can you panic the most? I think. Hot chocolate. Hot, ch- <laughs> hot chocolatey milk. Hot chocolate milk with marshmallows. Yeah. So once again, it. I guess for people who maybe who are listening in the industry who haven't had their first couple of meetings with, with suits and ties, um, I think it's good to shatter the illusions that are being told to our kids about how... In the mainstream media. And maybe this is a 90s thing. Maybe this is sort of Blair years, sort of uh, yeah. wealth where, you know, agents take you out for to wine and dine. It needs to go along with some sort of economic boom. There's a surplus. And maybe it's because we're in recession times, the yeah. fact that, you know, we don't get wine and dine. But, you know, I had to, I was starving by the end of it. it Did you like, not eat anything? I didn't eat anything. How long were you there for? Two hours, probably. Maybe an hour and a half, to be honest. So well, I presume she paid I, for it. Do you know what? Yeah, I didn't eat breakfast because I was so excited for lunch. Well, that's what we did. Yeah. We, so we, didn't, both, we both left. We both starving. left on empty empty stomachs, ready to get wined and dined. Yeah. With a G&T and a Coco van. Yeah. But Just neither, feeling a bit of class, feeling a bit of show business. Neither were provided. Exactly. And it made you feel, yeah, there was, I don't know, it feels like I'm still waiting for the moment of being wined and dined. We haven't got in the right door yet. No, we haven't. Uh, which is fair enough. You know, I think it was a naivety from us. Um, and I always have, 
I have a lot of unwanted thought syndrome whenever I go into these sort of meetings because, and I, I have unwanted thought syndrome. I think everyone does though, so I don't yeah. bring it up. Yeah. Uh, which is what's the worst thing I could possibly do? Yeah, yeah. Um, and poop in a napkin. It's <laughs> probably up there. So you're meeting with an agent, a producer, whatever. Yeah. And you're having like a sit down talk. You've never met them before. They're excited to meet you. They love your work. Yeah. Uh, what is I think so pooping in the napkin <laughs> just say one one second and pooping the napkin I don't think I'm going to have to bar that right no pooping I, no I think that's too much that's obviously worse but I don't think that's yeah, fun because you could just say kill them yeah you know exactly I mean? it doesn't yeah. really work I still think ordering bread rolling <laughs> it up into the balls yeah and then eating it really fast and when diluting it with water in your mouth Right, so because you know, you it's clearly it painful. So you, make it, yeah. no, you make it softer so you can, so you swallow, can it. swallow it. And you like, so it's, but then you keep doing this. I think the most embarrassing thing, you're sitting in the meals, there's the bread there, is you keep ordering more bread. Right. That's one of the classiest, least classy things you and can do. And you it's kind just, of talk of your mouth full. <laughs> you're just demolishing yeah. the bread. It, it suggests that you, don't, you can't eat normally. Like the only way you can possibly get energy into your body is by rolling up bread and then diluting it with water into so you can ball. swallow it. And it's just so loud and you're in pain. Yeah. And it's like such a weird a time to do this. Sure, if you've been stuck in the desert and yeah. you just come out and you, you, you know, you're desperate for food you don't care about. But in this meeting, did he have to act like this? Yeah, I think that's one of the worst. For sure. Um, is it, well, I guess it's all food and drink based is what we're going for. <laughs> what about um, saying, do you like magic tricks? They say, not really. Uh, well, can I show you one now? And then she clearly looks awkward. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then you do that thing where you rip the tablecloth off. Oh, yeah. You know, with and it doesn't work. <laughs> it just goes everywhere. <laughs> Insisting you and her do the duet from the end of High School Musical 1. What's that? Um, is it Breaking Free? I'm Breaking Free. I'm, is it? Soaring. Well, that, breaking That's free. the big number. Yeah, that's up there as well. I mean, we talked about High School Musical. That's three pods in a row, I think. We discussed High School Musical. Heck yeah, man. Um, <laughs> HS, HSM. Uh, <laughs> HSM. Uh, and then afterwards, I don't know how you are in these sort of situations. Probably I've, not good. Yeah, I, I, I'd finished the meeting. It's gone well. It was fine. I was hungry. But I like going to Treat Town. I like uh, I like buying things. I like buying food out more than you do, for sure. Um, and I was in the middle of central London. Right. I'm hungry. Sure. You've set the scene <laughs> almost almost perfectly. This is the open a true novel. storyteller. The race was in the middle of central London and hungry. <laughs> hungry. So you got a lot of choices. All right. Right. And I'm like, I'm really, you know, I, I feel like I, I deserve a reward. Sure. I haven't eaten lunch. A sweet reward or a savoury No, 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 a savoury reward. I might have a sweet one afterwards. Sure. But yeah. I'll see that after I've eaten right. my savoury. That's yet to be seen. I'm hungry. You're a hungry boy. Belly's rumbling. I got cash in my wallet. Right. Like, I'm not doing bad. Weird. Weird. I got money. Why did I you get, get it out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not all balls to the walls. Sure. I got a little bit in the safe. You've just been treated to a free diet. Exactly. Coke. So... It stressed me out because there's too many options. Right. So I constantly was well, going gonna through. Were you going to eat out, out, like sit and eat in a restaurant? Well, yeah, or like a high-end fast food place. Sure. Right. You know, what Leon's trying to be, even though Leon's dog shit. Whoops. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, I considered Bone Daddy's, which is a ramen place, but it felt a bit too... Having a waiter there, it just felt a bit too much for me. Right. Uh, having to play service on my own, not there for me. Sure. Uh, I <clears throat> then settled on Mexican, big Q. 
couldn't do Mexican, and then walked around for a long time, really getting in a tiz. I, I, it didn't look good. I was like, it really taken away from the, I thought I hadn't been in London for a couple of weeks and now I'm back in Central. I'm seeing that, that the, the white stone. I'm seeing London, it's most beautiful. It's a lovely day. I just had a meeting and I was already losing the feeling of glitz and glam because I'm sort of, I'm, I'm short circuiting as I'm trying to think of a different place to eat. This I novel hasn't on, got any legs, by the way. <laughs> I settle on Pokeball, what? which is, I've Pokeball. got into Pokeball. Silly name. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a silly name. It's a silly name. What is which it? It's just sort of a rice and chicken salad. But it's done well, so it's Did like they sushi have one thing rice. On the menu? With, no, no, they got different. They got fish, sa- rice salads. Right. Uh, it's like a but healthy it's option. Rice it's a healthy option. Um, and as you know, I have a real. I get really um, affected by food. Yeah. In the sense that if I eat vitamins, I will feel either a placebo or a genuine surge of power. Yeah. Uh, which I don't, certainly BB doesn't. Yeah. And also if I eat, you know, certain types of white bread, I feel my power decreases. Sure. And I feel a lot of people don't, aren't as sensitive power wise no. to no. eating. You know, it's very much like a, a video game, like a Pac-Man. You like, you eat the yeah, right yeah. thing. It's like, you get yeah. bigger maybe. Right. If you eat the wrong thing, you get smaller or yeah. you lose points. Yeah, got it. Um, how, so how does the Pokeball Poke gives me a lot of strength because I digest chicken well uh, and then having the salad and all the little, uh, yeah. vitamins and stuff and then it has lovely sauce in it which is probably not good for me but you know you've got to treat yourself so in that situation <laughs> in that situation yeah I reckon you'd go home and make yourself a sandwich yeah probably well I might get something out I might get a mildew on the way back yeah. and treat myself to a mildew when I get home I like eating at home you mostly. do you have a you have quite a different way because for well, me I'm if like, I'm with someone I want to eat you don't like I've got, I've got I've, to me, I felt I had the world at my fingertips. I could eat anywhere I want. Well, it depends. If, if finances weren't an issue and it, there was nothing to do that day, then I, I might well treat myself. I've seen what you spend your money on, Drew. But I, I, you know my stance on it is there's nothing better than eating in front of a film or a TV show because all of your senses are engaged and having a lovely time. The sight and the, and the sound is on the, the film, enjoying the film. You've got your your smell and your taste buds on the on the food. You love it. You love it. And you the, and the you'd really it. like to be tossed off during, wouldn't you? Just to yeah. add, or do you think that would take away from the eating? Take away from it. You, know you can't. You gotta. You gotta uh, separate business you and pleasure. Your, you can't have all your senses. No, you can't. And it's also just like yeah, it's just it's a bit it's a bit gross. Um, and well, part of the problem with eating is you can't when you're watching a, a film or something. You can't watch something that you really want to watch because your eyes are going yes. up and down. Have you stopped doing that? No, I'll just, I'll, I tend to put on something that I don't want, no, don't exactly. care as much about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the food type. I feel like you used to watch things you did care about while eating, but you matured like I did. Yes, I suppose we're all just slowly marching our way towards you. Yeah, I matured uh, when I realised, like I had a curry recently, I was watching a film, I was like, we're not watching this. We're going to watch something like a yeah. Seinfeld, something that is like, just have it on. Just get it there. You, uh, you, you, you need it. There's something that you can basically on. listen to. Yes. You don't have to be it, watching it. The food's it. the main character. It know? is. Yeah. It is. And you've got no time for yeah. these side hussies. Yeah. Uh, did you watch The Queen's Funeral? I watched all of it. Yeah, all I, watched, of it. I was pretty much all I think of you it. watched more than me. I, you didn't even know it was on at that time. Yeah, I was shocked to find out. And then you, you bloody watched all of it. Yeah, uh, I, I watched the vast majority of it because I had the day off and I thought, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Then I yeah. just had it on. It got boring when there was the two hours of walking. Yeah. That was an odd one. Wait, 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 the two hours of walking? I missed that. After the funeral, um, they walked from the funeral place to another place. Yeah. And it was a long one. Pass, I don't know, it was down the, what do they call it? The prom? It's not the, the prom. Pr- the, Is it the prom? The, 
Mal. The Mal, yeah, the Mal. Mal. They walked down there and then there was this whole other ceremony. I mean, I because I think part of the reason I watched all of it was because during watching it, I'd watched so much of it that I was like, if someone falls over and I miss it now, I'll be livid. So I had to, just in case something happened. There was a chance that someone would fall over. They were, there was like 80 year old men walking for two hours. Yeah. I was surprised. No, and like they were marching. It was like onto the beat. And I was like, something's got to give here. There's someone's, all of their knees are dodgy. One of them's got to go, one of them's going to be hitting the deck fairly soon. Yeah. So I wanted a faint. I did want a faint. I wanted something to go wrong. Yeah, it's just a question. How much? What? What? It, it, it's all. It's a spectrum. What level did you want to go wrong? Because obviously, going too wrong, it sort of can ruin the event and actually have quite a negative effect on the country. But going wrong enough that it's entertainment for you personally. Priest so firing. F- priest fart. <laughs> high up on the list. High up. high up on the list of priest fart. But also, <laughs> I did want someone to fall over. Yeah. Like not faint, but fall over. Okay. Just trip up. So it's up. not a medical... Yeah, I don't want someone to, you know, pass out. Yeah. But I'd like them to hit the deck. Yeah. If they just tripped on a curb or something. Yeah. That was what was necessary. I don't understand why it was a bunch of random geezers picking up the coffin. Like young... It was all these people who'd never done shit before. Like Hugh was saying, these is like, they've only been in the service for like three months. Well, maybe don't get these boys. Maybe that was a surprise. I why, didn't get what's this. The... And also, I didn't, they didn't seem to be that straight lines. Like a lot of them, I didn't, I didn't feel like... I was ready to be blown away by the timing. The timing of the the marching, some of it, yeah, and some of it, it just didn't look. It didn't look like the Chinese when they do it. It didn't. Do I thought I mean? that it doesn't. It's n- nothing on North Korea or North Korea. Yeah, yeah. North yeah. Korea have it down. Yeah, when they're doing like Tai Chi with five million people and they're all in the same. Yeah, or yeah. like when they have the processions for King John. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, he is now. King John. King John. <laughs> well, that's they are meticulously in line with each other. And I felt like it, they had loads of shots, and it felt like the the, the lines were like snaking. Yeah, and, and it I wasn't was like, as and it's bang because, on. It's because they're fucking. They've been in the navy for three months. They're like. Do you mean 22. the coffin people? It was when the coffin first arrived, right at the beginning of the procession. The navy folk. The navy folk. Hmm. Um. They had to hold hands. Yeah. That's something else. No, so they were holding hands at the very start. Yeah. And you remember they kind of walked her in and stuff yeah. and they were pulling the coffin. That's what they did for two hours. Yeah. They were holding hands for two hours. Imagine the sweat. And who comes up with these traditions? Well, there's actually, there was a man who was walking there who was in charge of um, the whole thing. So he's in charge of like- there's a lot of stuff. There. Royal events. And it's a, it's a role. Uh, it's a hereditary role. Hereditary? Imagine just being born and being like- um, <laughs> Oh, I want to be a painter. Um, no. Sorry, son. You have to organise <laughs> the Queen's funeral when she dies. That is just one bloke who's in charge of the whole thing. I guess it keeps tradition going. Yeah. But there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. He must love you. Yeah, you've got to hope they love it. And I guess they will. They will. I mean, I, I can't think of anything worse. But I think, yeah, the they were, they, mm, the coffin, they always, it never looks steady, the no. nature of it. And it is always weird when like, because in, other funerals it's people that are close to the person who died being coffin bearers isn't that it? was what i was waiting for i was waiting for the gang gang yeah but the gang the prince gang, andrew on his own prince andrew just ah! holding the weight of the nation as he ah! has done and he's 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 got a bare back and people are like hissing well, see, at he him. sees it as his moment ah! he sees it as his moment for redemption yeah exactly and then we forgive him. And then we forgive him. Finally. And then he becomes king. Yes. How many people have to die for him to become king? Because <laughs> I think he's like ninth in line. Yeah, because he'll be. Because it's after William, William, William's son. Charles. Charles, William. William's children, which is like two or three. Three. 
It's got three children. But then if Harry, Harry, and then all of Harry's children, which is two, two. so it's about. He's not far off. He's not far off. One it, bad crash could yeah, do it. Could get Prince Andrew. Yeah, that would be an interesting one, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be brilliant. <laughs> do you want King Andrew? Of course, fucking do. <laughs> what pedo king? Yeah, pedo king. The pedo king. <laughs> yeah, they're not the king of nonsense. Yeah, he he he. I can imagine him aggressively getting involved in politics. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ra- lowering the age of consent. <laughs> That's his first tattoo. Because it's like, I'm the king now, what are you going to do? Yeah, because as I've said before, in the British constitution, you've got one, you can fuck it up. One, you, you have one attempt where you could change the law before they get rid of the monarchy. Yeah, yeah. So you can, you can change the law for a day. Yeah. And, and then, it'll be, that'll be and true. Then, and yeah. then your head's off. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because technically, I still think you can make laws, right? I, I think so. Yeah. You have some sort of... Well, but if because, you do, then yeah. we've, we'll, we, then we tear got, up the constitution. Yeah. We, we forget exactly. about it. <laughs> but in a, in a, because the, the prime minister gets their authority directly from the king or queen. Yeah. So surely they can make laws. Or he'll just be like, nah. Did it make you feel more or less royalist? The same. The same. I did, nothing really changed. I was like, yeah. there was no moment at which I was moved in any way. <laughs> didn't whatsoever. get moved. Didn't get moved once. <laughs> I was watched, waiting. You watched all of I it. I watched for like you four hours. You watched so much of it. You didn't get for, moved. Nothing. Other than some of the singing was quite good. Yes, the singing was good. I thought the shots of London were very nice. Uh, I, I, it was, you know, it looked good. It was shot well. I thought. I just think yeah, it was, yeah, it, yeah. they do these sort of events. Well, no, it was a historical event, and yeah, that was. Yeah. It was cool to watch. Yeah. Just it all unfolding, but it didn't like change any opinions or. I mean, the BBC are good I wasn't like, actually, they're all right. Yeah. Let's keep them in. But apparently, four billion people watched it worldwide. I've just seen that stat. How many people are there in the world? Seven billion. <clears throat> that can't be true, then. It's just a lot, isn't it? It's just a lot it's of people. It's over half people watching that. It just doesn't quite... One, I don't know how you collect that sort of data. So was it... Was it- the amount of TVs switched on or the people. No, it must be it can't people be that. because a lot of people watched it in There pubs. probably aren't 4 billion TVs in the world. It's a really tough question. <laughs> Asking that? the big questions. I don't know about that one. Do you not? Do you think there are 4, four billion TVs in the world? I think there's just about. I'd say there might be 5 You billion. think it's bang on? I think it's about 4 billion. Okay, yeah. 4 billion. Well, that would mean all of the TVs. No, no, because there's loads of old TVs. How do they even begin? Because you can only do by, you can only like work it out by how many TVs are tuned in. Yeah. Why has someone left the TV on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's a big... Minus a billion. <laughs> <laughs> a billion people left, left their tellies on. There's a lot of negligent folks out there. <laughs> In the world. In the world. Because the thing is, it's all over. But it, even if it's close to being true, it's incredible the amount of people who... It's just how how influential the event is. It is incredible the, yeah. the reach of it. Oh yeah. Well, uh, it, and it surprises me the how many care. Yeah, and how many nations care about it. Yeah. Because a lot of them, a lot of them, like like the you know the Irish response and kind of the Scottish yeah. response as well, is that fuck the monarchy. And why isn't it the same? Because you find it, and I mean you will get it in some ex colonies yeah. and stuff. But there's still just, I'm surprised by the outpouring of love that there's been from ex-colonies who were treated terribly under the British Empire. I'll tell you what, I think what the royals do very well is because there's sort of, there's sort of no level of that sort of grandeur anywhere left in the yeah. world of that, on that scale. I think you can't help but get swept up in it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, obviously, if you're a strong political leader of an ex-colony um, who has a part of your kind of 
politics shtick. is shtick is yeah. being anti-colonial. But I just think when you, you you saw people when they're walking in, you see all this shit. You're like these fucking people are mental. But you you get swept up in it. You do. If you get if you go meet go to well. Buckingham Palace, meet the Queen at. And go for a steak dinner. You're gonna get swept up. Something gonna happen. You know what I mean? Something gonna I'm happen. I'm gonna stop. I just feel like even if you're a uh, a Republican, something will just force you into a curtsy nervously. Oh yeah, you know? no, but that's because it's just it's all built around creating that's that more f- about, feeling of like yeah, but that's more servitude. about the state leaders rather than just the average the average Joe Joe public Joe public Joe public. Yeah. Um, Joe Public in you know loads of other countries is, is so in is Uganda. Equally Joe, sad. Joe Public. Joe Public's going. Oh no, the Queen's died. Yeah, but I just don't know how political Joe Public is in Uganda. I think he maybe has bigger issues. I think find. you underestimate Joe Public. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Joe Public as well as you. I am very familiar with Joe Public. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it it has surprised me. Um, but how would you rate the funeral out of 10? Yeah, it was. Uh, I'd give it an 8. I'd give it a solid 8. Uh, it was a... Um, I think, like, I, I, a lot of the procession, processions, I think the processions could have been tighter, the lines. As in physically. Yeah. And yeah. I think they could have been more... It was It was very... Uh, the scale was amazing. The way it was shot was amazing. But there could have been a couple more wow moments. A little bit more... A bit more Bon Jovi. Yeah. It's, it was very, like, they played it classic they yeah. try to play it safe they played it like consistent but a couple and you know when there was that big thing so you had the navy marching in at the beginning yeah and then you had all those guys in mad outfits yeah so like which looked cool yeah so like the highland brigade or whatever they the were and it was like I look, they, they all were wearing slightly different outfits that yeah. group and yeah. really showed up the navy yeah so the navy looked really dull and boring and these lot at least the navy all had the same hats on that's, that's what, what I, I mean the problem with that one is it looked weirdly messy yeah because it, it was like everyone was wearing different hats I'm like this is not your vibe take some lessons if it's from carnival if it's a carnival sure Are you saying that like I'm saying the carnival carnival yeah yeah and I yeah. will not change how I say that apologies yeah you do if it is a carnival right and you all got your different hats on. Sure, that's a carnival. Exactly. But this is kind of the opposite of a carnival. Carnival is about celebrating individuality. Exactly. This is not. This is about a, cohesion. It, it's about rigid rigidity. Yeah. And cohesion. So, yeah. and I, I would have. That's said, what I want Hugh Edwards to say. I would have said, "Wait a second, is this is a bloody carnival." Yeah, that's what I want Hugh Edwards yeah. to say. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Am I watching a carnival? Yeah. So a couple of moments like that gave me took away from it a little bit, and I wouldn't mind a couple more wow moments. I didn't yeah. see the cannons go, which I can imagine. Ah, they went a lot. Did they give you a wow, wow moment? Um, kind of, but yeah. I was also the horses reacted negatively to them sometimes. So I was, I mean, moderately happy that one that a rider might get flung from a horse. Sure, it didn't You're happen. Torn. I was You're like, torn. oh no. <laughs> um, but overall, no. Overall, it was a success, a resounding success, and now it's all over. Yeah. Um, bookmark boys, bookmark boys. So you've heard us talk about bookmark boys, all right. You've heard us. You've heard us exclaim about Bookmark Boys. You've heard us scream from the rooftops for Bookmark Boys. But this time we mean it. Every single time before we've, it's meant nothing. <laughs> I felt nothing. You know, uh, you might feel duped. You might have bought Bookmarks before we were lying. Well, you're now, an idiot. Because after the Queen's funeral, right? There's been a change of heart. I've stopped pretending, and I thought I'm going to be honest about Bookmarks. Bookmark Boys. They suck ass. I thought until I used one. They're great. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, so you thought Bookmark Boys sucked ass. 
what the point I was making, I've been lying about my boys for yeah. the whole time. Yeah, let's do a quick summary. I actually summary. think they, 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 after watching the funeral, I wanted to be more honest. So I was going to come on here and say they suck. But then you then thought I you couldn't them. come on here without using it because you at least had to test it. And then I tested it. Yeah. And I was actually right all along, even though I was dishonest. But my boys are, boys are great. Right. Whereas I've gone the other way around. Sure. Um, I used to believe everything I was saying about Bookmark Boys and then I used them and I realised they suck ass. <laughs> Bookmark Boys. The Bookmark's the breed. <laughs> They're like the Geox of Bookmarks. Yeah. Well, the G- yeah, yeah, they are the Geox of Bookmarks. Um, so I... Can you move your... Can you yeah, move apologies. Uh, we, I, I encouraged Andrew to watch this as well. Uh, we recently watched the 13 Lives... Um, film about the Thai cave rescue, which you actually brought up the Thai cave rescue most because of Elon Musk, who because you're obsessed with Elon Musk calling one of the Thai cave rescuers a pedophile. A pedo, yeah. What was the story briefly? Um, Elon Musk tried to lend a hand to the uh, to the rescue effort yeah. by suggesting certain technology to which one of the people intimately involved with the Thai cave, ref- Thai cave rescue, who was also a resident of Thailand but an English national, yeah. national um, replied, "That's that's not helpful. We don't need that." To which Elon Musk replied, calling him a pedo man. <laughs> and then there was a court case. Then the. <laughs> Then the guy living in Thailand then sued Elon Musk for defamation and lost. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, because he was a pedo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they checked his hard drive and it was not good reading. Well, he's trying to get kids out of cave. Exactly. It's not, it's and he, not was a, not pedo. he was alarmingly quick on the scene. <laughs> but he was trying to get in the cave. <laughs> this is exactly what we didn't want to happen. He gets... Is <laughs> <laughs> that a brass icon? This is the last thing they wanted to um, So the reason why I've got into this story, I've actually got a bit weirdly obsessed with it. You've uh, messaged me multiple times I know, times it's weird. It. And in also a sincere way, yeah. it's because of Bob on the boat in Bali. Remember Bob on the boat in Bali? Yeah, I remember Bob on the boat in Bali. So he's a scuba dive guy. He's a scuba dive. He's, he's an English guy living out in Asia. He's yeah. a scuba dive guy. Um, and on the, the boat, he almost in tears, he explained how insane he'd seen the film and the documentary yeah um about how insane what they'd managed to do and he described it in such great detail from someone who does scuba dive yeah and i hadn't really thought about the taiko thing i think i I knew it was going on in the background it would be weird if he was still thinking about it no i know but even when the news was there i wasn't glued to the screen yeah were well, you? Was, were you like? No, I, no, I was checking. Were you on up. tenterhooks about it? Well, it was. It's hard to be on tenterhooks for like three weeks. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. It was like, holy shit, that's still going on. Yeah, it, it, I it was wasn't, on tenterhooks for three weeks about Ukraine. Maybe two. Yeah, that's bigger. It is. I don't like to judge, <laughs> um, but it is bigger. But you know what I mean? I, I didn't feel like gripped, gripped at the time at no. all. I don't even remember that much about it. No, it was. Yeah, it seemed like why can't they get them out? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It seemed like not that difficult a feat, but... So I implore you all to either watch the film or the documentary or just even go on Wikipedia and look at it. But what, but you can't, I think, watch either because even when it's like... You can read how they got them out, but it's not quite the same as putting it into perspective. It is one of the most insane things. I think people don't even just talk about it enough, partly. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe what they managed to achieve. Yeah. And the reason why I bring it up almost in conjunction with the Queen's funeral is watching this... And Vigo Mortezen, uh, Mortensen, I think, who, who played yeah. Aragon, uh, and Colin Farrell play these two British divers very accurately. Yeah. Um, 
and I've seen interviews with them in real life. Um, so the two first divers on the scene, um, the two, two of the first... Spoiler alert. No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. Because there was, there was a Thai Navy SEALs there beforehand, but the, the, yeah. the, the, two, the two kind of main divers yeah. were these British guys. And I feel... Who do it voluntarily. I feel I've genuinely... Over the last couple of years, I think it's quite been quite hard to be proud of being British. It's been like a... Yeah. There's been a lot of an onslaught on the identity of Britain or the kind of people it produces. Yeah, yeah. And even with the Queen's funeral, which is trying... It, it's sort of it's hardest to create a sense of patriotism. Yeah. And it did a bit, but I genuinely haven't felt more proud to be British than when I saw those two autistic dads yeah, yeah, yeah. rock up at that cave. One of them's an IT consultant. It was, they're so funny to me because it's so familiar. This is, the, the, it, for those of you obviously who don't know, 13, uh, 12 boys and one ho- s- s- soccer coach. Uh, they went into this cave, which they go in all the time. It's like a tourist cave, which is local to them in Northern Thailand. This, through this network of caves. And very they, long. It's very like long. And then monsoon in. season came early, which they would have never predicted. The cave completely filled up apart from right at the end, miles down. Yeah. So they were trapped in this cave under a tight pathway of submerged water. There's no way for them to get out. Um, and the Thai Navy the Thai government try their best to try and work out to get out, but they can't even get through because it's so difficult. They can't there's, get all the way to the boys. Th- there's no visibility. There's such strong currents. You could, that, you could die in there. Easily. It's, it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd, be under, you'd be underwater, I think, to get to the boys. It was a six-hour dive. Yeah. It, yeah. Six, six hours. hours to get to the boys from the, the one, first bit. One way. There was like a, a bit in the middle, which was like a... Uh, you could get out and breathe uh, but yeah. the re- all of it the rest of it was submerged these two sort of really long thin winding mm. caves underwater open into like a cavern and yeah, then yeah. Ba- back again and right it was a whole boys. mess but also when they arrived they didn't know the boys were in there for 12 days yeah wait they didn't know no one knew no one knew if they were alive for 12 right, days. Right, yeah, yeah. They didn't it know t- if they were took, alive. I think they knew they about, were in there. Took it th- took about 10 days to find out if they were dead or because alive. Because no one could get far enough. No one could in. get far enough. So you, don't, you, you assume they're going to die. And these two guys rock up. And I guess it's setting it in Thailand and just seeing all these Thai people, uh, seeing these two British guys who just don't fit in at all. No, they not st- at all. stick out like sore thumbs. But we know these guys. We do. We're they, very this, familiar with them. Uh, they they felt like it, they had the brand of British autism yeah. that is this unique. And there is something they, they, these guys who are amateurs technically. Well, yeah. Well, they're not, but because they both have normal jobs. Yeah. One of them is an IT consultant. <laughs> IT consultant. That is insane. Who then are part of this voluntary group yeah. Yeah. who specialize in cave rescues from so scuba, scuba diving. diving. Well, yeah, and they're the ca- best caving. in the world. It's the, cave rescues. Yeah. And so obviously it's incredibly niche sport. There's very few people who do it worldwide. Yes. It's not uh, a sport. <laughs> what is it? No, it's caving. No, no, but they, they specialize in cave rescue. So they because done... they cave, they they didn't they yeah. didn't train to be cave rescuers. Yeah, they love caving. But but caving isn't scuba diving for a cave. So under they love scuba. Caving. They love scuba caving. So that's what they're they scuba do. cavers. They're scuba cavers, um, which is one of those insane. You have to have a complete screw loose to even attempt something like that. Yeah, Ter- absolutely terrifying. Caving in itself is insane. Yeah. I yeah. see all those TikToks of those people who are like oh, squeezing, squeezing through tight. Just cannot imagine. Read a book. But having that all sub-submerged and you have an oxygen mask that you're also bringing through 
yeah. I cannot think of anything more terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then this sort of attitude they have, which sort of makes sense. It's such a, BB said when watching it, it's such a specific type of masculinity. Yeah. yeah. You know, because in some ways it's the one of the most macho things you can do. But they're not like macho guys. Yeah, they're just they're like, they literally we'll like guys who work in IT and yeah. they sort of speak, no, you're right, mate. Yeah. yeah they're I'm, like, they're just completely. Yeah. They're, they're understated almost. Um, they just rock up like, oh, I guess we'll get in the cave then. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I guess, yeah. we'll, get I guess we'll get in the cave. I think then. there was these guys rocking up, and after just one of the most, it's a world event. They're trying to get all the world's minds to try and work out how to get these kids out of the cave. And you're having these two guys who come up and are like, well, I guess we'll get in the cave then. Yeah, For yeah. some reason, that moment was the most proud of felt to be British in a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah. Is just having that sort of insane attitude. Yeah. And even during the film, when they're going under, you see Colin Farrell's character sort of pushing rocks away. Yeah. But just the casualness of just like... Oh, here we fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> it's go. Like another day of the bloody office. They, they're almost like that. And so you don't think we should tell the story? You yeah, no, we can tell the story. Yeah. But just maybe timestamp when we've stopped telling the story. Sure. Because um, what they actually managed to do is... Like, I can't... They only got the George Medal. They didn't get the George Cross. So it's like the second tier. Because it was Thai children, not English children. Maybe. But I, the I'm Queen's like, a racist. I can't think of any act of heroism recently. Well, it is, it like is. individual acts of heroism than these guys. Well, in a lot of it, because, mm, yes, and it definitely was, yeah. but these blokes knew what they were doing. So it wasn't, they never, they did risk their lives because they always risk their lives when they go in because things can go wrong, you know what I mean? But they were so casual and calm about so it. So casual. They were just like, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. It's fine. Just let yeah. us do it. And they were just all, there was a delay because they were not letting them do it. And they were like, can you just let yeah, us no, do just it? Get, just let, let us do it. Because we'll obviously it. they've got the, the top people in Thailand to do it, but no one in Thailand is insane enough to do, do KD. Yeah. It's such a niche skill. Yeah. There's such a few people in the world who do it. And yeah. they all seem to be in English speaking countries. But it is because of, well, we need to say the yeah. end of it to yeah. get the heroicism yeah. in as well. And it's also, well, it's aggressive pragmatism. Yeah in their thinking which was like and that's kind of heroic in itself just like it's an unnut it's a bravery that's so matter of fact exactly it's not yeah, yeah. brave heart no it's not you know it's not going in to to charge into battle to your no. deaths when you're outnumbered 10 it's to like, 1 yeah we could maybe pull that off we, it's our only option fuck it so what they managed to do, which is so insane. It's a, it's a great film. It's a great film. And it's because, what, why it's a great film is because they stuck very close to the story and they just had no frills. Like yeah. it, there's nothing, there was no cinematic thing. They, they, it was, they let the story speak for yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Because as I heard someone say, if that story actually happened and someone made it, it's made it up, be, you wouldn't you believe, wouldn't believe it. it. Yeah. What they, what they did is after they finally found the 13 kids stuck at the other end of this cave, they were like, how the fuck do you get these kids out? Because it's, it's about a six hour journey. Six hour dive. To get back. And they've managed to get basically four divers who are skilled enough to constantly do it. Like, yeah, and yeah. this is a, one of the small, it's a very small list of people. There is probably 10 All people. English. They're pro all English or Australian. It yeah, just comes yeah. from that something. Yeah. It's cycling gone too far. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. know a cycling dad? Yeah, yeah. It just feels like they want him more and more and more and Don't it's got out of hand. oxygen tank. Do you know what I mean? There's a certain type of British dad where yeah, yeah. They, they hit their 40s, the lycra comes out right. and they, 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 they spend their free time and their weekends sort of hiking, mm. cycling. Mm. And this is where it's just got really out of hand. It's too much time around rock. It's too much time about around rock. Now they're scuba caving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> scuba caving. What happened is to get them out, 
they they thought so they'd been there for, yeah. so they found them um and they'd been there because they yeah because it was a six mile dive uh six hour dive and so they were like great everyone else was like great we found them now let's just get them out and they were like no 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 uh because every, and I've, I've seen people you know on a on a on a half on a 20 minute cave dive yeah. who were panicked and then lost it because if you panic in a in a scuba suit you go and drown this is a, people who've been in the cave for 10 days malnourished yeah they're, they're children yeah they cannot do and it took one one of the thai navy seals died yeah trying to get there yeah because there's currents the top and stuff tra- yeah it's there's currents there's no it's, visibility you've got it's massive the oxygen. most insane journey yeah. six hours crawling underwater with an oxygen mask through all these things. Yeah, yeah. currents you can't it's see it's unbelievable i want to watch it again ridiculous. actually ridiculous um so what well, yeah so the you can't just because our our dumb asses think well they found the kids get them out yes um but no because they can't do it it's very it's, they'll it, die. It takes they'll definitely will 100 die if they try and swim yeah. them out um so and then in a freak coincidence one of the four divers who's just no. about good enough to be uh to get the cave people out the cave people the cave people the people that's stuck in the cave <laughs> The cave people. The cave I'm not a fan of them as people. No, frankly, they could have pulled their finger out of their ass a bit. <laughs> These bloody cave people getting stuck in caves, waiting for Troglodyte. British men to come and rescue them. One no. of the few people who was skilled enough at scuba caving was also a world-renowned, well, like a top expert in anaesthetism. Anesthesiologist. An- anesthesiologist, which is basically another unbelievably specific skill, which is putting people... Under, under for like operations under uh, for operations so he would have been an, he would have been an anesthesiologist yeah. but also had the hobby of um, scuba caving yeah which is a free how I know a fu- couple how the fuck do you have both of those combos and the Venn diagram well it's just it, it doesn't it's very rare but it also doesn't surprise me <laughs> if you're also doing if you're that. an Australian anesthesiologist <laughs> you're gonna be scuba caving you're gonna be scuba caving <laughs> let's be honest with ourselves so the idea they came up with and a lot of the time they because were like, he wasn't there yeah, initially and it wasn't it. really by chance yeah because he wasn't there initially it was no, by chance by the fact that, right. that, that a person like that yeah. even exists yeah exactly yeah um, and that they knew him because yeah. there was this. There's clearly this worldwide group of scuba cavers. They all know each other. They all know each other. All know because I guess it's quite a niche yeah. thing. Um, so they knew an Australian guy. Yeah. Who was and an Bob a- knew one of the British divers who knew like the really job. yeah because yeah. Well, Bob, I imagine knows everyone. Yeah. Um, but there, so they were trying to work out how they're going to get these kids out. Yeah. There was only they brought out two of their other British men or something, and then they were like, let's call. Well, doctor dot, something. Dot, dot something and then it was well done in the film because it was like he's not going to go for that it was like yeah but let's get him out here just to say he needs a hat we need a hand and then we'll then we'll um give him the idea mm. and the idea being mm. that if you haven't already guessed they'll get the anesthesiologist and the others and the other divers into where the kids were he would then knock them out with ketamine well, I think, no, not ketamine wasn't the first one. Okay. Because they just said whatever you yeah. use for anesthetics. Knock them out. So then you put the scuba mask on. And because when you get knocked out, you're still breathing, yeah. but you're not conscious. So you're not thinking about what's going on. Yeah. So if the mask is fastened properly. Hog tie them. Hog, yeah. Hog tie them. So yeah. they can't like wriggle. And so you yeah. can move yeah. them yeah, yeah, through yeah. this yeah, yeah. fucking cave. Yeah, yeah. And then during along the fucking way, giving them top ups of ketamine. The top ups, weirdly, of all the insane things. Yeah, they didn't things, go into that. Of all the insane things of that, it's already the most in- mental thing I've ever heard. The thing that, to me, is one of our phones ringing. Yours. Yeah. 
It's fine, it doesn't matter. No, it wasn't um, me. Um, I think of the most insane um, aspects of it was that not only they, they decided on ketamine because ketamine means you can still breathe when you're under. That's why one of the few drugs like uh, that when you yeah. go under, you can still breathe. Um, but it will only last a certain amount. So th- when they feel them twitching coming to, That's they have to give them another dose of ketamine. While you are underwater. That is the most, that was the most insane bit. The, I me. didn't see the enough idea, of that. The, yeah, the idea that they, you see them start twitching and then they, they have to be like, all right, give them another one. No matter where yeah. you are in the cave, because you can't have them come to and they're yeah, fucking yeah. underwater pitch black. Uh, that was the thing, because I was like, right, that's a, a yeah. terrifying idea yeah. regardless. But then as soon as I heard the top ups, I was like, get them fuck off. But they didn't show loads of top ups. No, they only showed like one. And I thought you that's the struggle. The that's the bit you're like, what the, the fuck, fuck is going on? And they told them before, people are going to definitely die. Yeah. Because this idea, no one's ever tried anything like this before. It, we, they don't even know that it they, would work to be underwater. They don't even know it for any of them. They thought, best case scenario, the strongest three or four might make it yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are dying. And yeah. it feels like they're going to be giving them a lethal injection almost. They're going to be killing these kids. Yeah. Um, well, one of them, because yeah. it was on the last, they'd got eight of them out, I yeah. think, in two rounds. So it was once a day that they're going in because yeah. it's a 12-hour round trip. It's six hours, the whole thing. To yeah. get, and there's it's like insane. four people, they're doing a round thing. And they had to choose the the, the the the. They kind of went with the weakest, but the the youngest and the smallest. They couldn't find a scuba mask for him, or whatever. But then there was so on the last trip, and the currents were starting to build up. They literally got them out there basically in the nick of time. Yeah. And then, but one of them, the caves emerged two days later. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. Yeah. Um. And then, but one of them on the last one was with one of the divers, and he locked because they through it. You put like a guideline, yeah, um, that takes them all the way. So you basically hold on to the line because it's pitch black and you have no <laughs> idea what's going on. And by the way, sorry, you're using them like a parcel, so it's t- tight spaces which you have to wriggle through. Mm. This is this does barely fit one person. Yeah, so you have to squeeze through and then like a parcel also get them through. And you've got your oxygen tanks which are either huge, side of you, which huge, are massive. And you also have to pass them through just at every turn. Whilst being underwater for basically Currents. six hours. Oh, it's, it's insane yeah. but then yeah because one of them lost the guideline yeah and because of how heavy all the tanks are and everything you go down to the bottom and by chance found an electric cable on the yeah, floor for one of some of the lighting and then and then got to the bit the nearest bit with air and then lucky there was another guy because he was freaking out actually yeah. it's crazy most of the same thing so they I, got them I, all out I reckon they got everyone out without dying the only people who died were uh, one the, of the seals one of the navy seals and then one of the other and shows how dangerous the dive was as well because yeah. basically some of the Navy SEALs went to go and give them food, etc. Yeah. Um, but and then that's when one of them died yeah. on the on the route there. Um, but then they used up too, too much of their oxygen, oxygen because yeah. there's breathing techniques, yeah. specialist breathing techniques when you're diving for that long or something. Yeah. So they used up way too much of their oxygen. So then only one of them had enough oxygen to go back. So like three Navy SEALs stayed with the kids for like a week. Yeah. And then they were the lot and then they kind of got uh, then the other divers gave them the oxygen tanks to get back out. Um, but then one, so they all made it out, but because the current started to get really fucked at that point, I think one of the last one who got out died went later, later. from like a blood infection because he was getting biffed around yeah. and the fucking crazy story. One of the same things. Yeah. I, I, so I just recommend rewatching that because I know we, you probably all have heard the story, but just, I couldn't. Is a actually... documentary good? Uh, apparently it's better. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, but I have, it, I th- if, when you look at the trailer, you see that they just kept it all pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a fucking crazy film. So good. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend that. That's how Boys Gone Wild certainly of the week. Um, and 
yeah so we'll carry on the rest of the episode on patreon uh thanks very much for tuning in guys uh we'll, we'll be making some announcements at the patreon soon yes we will be um and we'll see you guys next week